Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Dungeon United Fans Podcast. And a happy new year to you all as well. I hope you've all had a good Christmas as well. We'd have had a better Christmas if United had maybe got a few extra points, but... Oh yeah, without a doubt. We're sitting in a not bad position just now. Now, since we last spoke to you, we beat Falkirk 2-1, which... Decent performance. Uh, we were there, weren't we? Yeah, we were yeah. in top tier already. Yeah, that's right. Decent performance, um, but again, made it panicky at the end. Mm. Got the job done, get it right up, Ray. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't mind, Ray, joking aside. Falkirk, again, offered nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing, but um, good win nonetheless. Then, now, us here going on about getting nine points against... Falkirk, Aloha and Partick. We had to go to Partick, eh, to Aloha and, well, you know what was coming, didn't you? 1-0 up after Calumbus, great free kick and then two late goals and we threw it all away. Really poor performance, Tony. It's standard, eh? As especially against the uh, part-time teams for us. We play well against these... um the same lower league teams and then end up knacking on it mm-hmm. I guess um, Aloha they've been kind of our bogey team this season yeah there's been a couple of fixtures when we played against played them played them 17 times this season I don't know if we beat them yet Are you sure it's 17 I thought it was like 18 um, five times I think we've played them and beat them once, once. I think once yeah, yeah. Um, they even knocked us out the cup didn't they that's right yeah aye. then the week <coughs> after that we played or last weekend, we should say, uh, played Partick. Did I? Drew one all five penalty rescuing us. That was really disappointing because Ross County and Ayr both, both dropped, dropped points. points. Yeah, it was, there was like a this chance. Saturday. It was a chance for us to capitalise. Um, like you said, like this Saturday just passed. Mm. But at least we actually did capitalise on them dropping points. This Saturday was could have been massive. Mm-hmm. Could have been massive. We get the three points and Ayr and Ross County both get nothing. Yeah. So we're now on equal points with Air and three behind Ross County. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they've, but they've, they've got a, they've got a game in hand. Goal yeah. difference. Air have got and a game in hand, a, don't they? Yeah. At home in Inverness, so, so yeah. you never know. There, that's not guaranteed win. Yeah. Our next game, of course, away to Air in the league, of course. Yeah. Um, massive. Massive. Game. I would, you know, I'd probably take a draw. Um, the would. The way they're playing at the moment, take a draw. But let's hope they they can fall away at some point. It looks like it's starting to happen now. Yeah, one one in the last seven that was at Tannadice. Yeah, they were flying high and now Ross County have obviously overtaken them and now we're equal points with them. It was always going to happen. We said that. It was always going to happen. Massive. And this Saturday coming, actually, we are away to Montrose in the Scottish Cup. Scottish Cup, yeah. Um, we were asking your opinions for your favourite Scottish Cup moments didn't need to be finals could just be any games win, lose or draw and uh, we'll get on to that in a little while now since we uh, last on our podcast we speculated a lot players coming in who are leaving mm. and the last 10 days it's been a really busy time for United in and out uh, we signed Aidan Nesbitt on a free from NK Dons 6 month uh, mm. deal Two assists in two games. Yeah, well, obviously, he must have worked with Robbie down there. That's right. Um, and we obviously spoke about 
him bringing players from there, like was um, Osman Soul. Osman Soul, Peter and, Paulatin. Yeah, yeah. So, um, players that he's worked with before. Trust, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, if he. Aidan Nesbitt, direct, pacey, young, mm, hard work, I mean, and hopefully get us up. If he believes in him and he believes in his ability, that he, he, could, he done it with MK Dons at Robbie with Robbie, then why not do it again up here? The the two games we've seen from Aidan Nesbitt so far, I think he's better than what we've got. Can't judge him just yet, he's not fit, of course, but yeah. um, he's offered more than. Than, than some players recently anyway so great start from the kid now uh, we let Craig Curran go to Dundee which we all knew was coming mm-hmm. gets a high wage off of the list and um, not too much of a miss I would um, say. he's obviously worked with um, Jimmy Mack before that's right yeah obviously with Ross County and he, he obviously like like Robbie with Nesbitt he's Trust him, he's got his faith in him. Exactly, you, but, um, you don't blame him. And but like you say, it's another, it's a big wage bill. Exactly. Obviously, with him going out, a couple other names have come in, like um, Jimmy, Jimmy coming back. Jimmy Gomez coming in, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a, that was a, again, yeah. everybody knew it was happening, but <laughs> he's got one of the best songs mm-hmm. United fans have ever come up with. Well, it's like we mentioned before, was he was spotted in training. It was just a matter of time, really. Exactly. Fans' favourite, and mm. like we said, he's not going to play every single game, but we know that he's good cover. Yeah. Good cover, experienced, and you never know if he plays well in that, that five in that might want to have a little think yeah. about their um, own position in the team. That's a point, that's a good point, actually, because talking about five, his position may be in jeopardy if he doesn't get his fitness sorted with um, the young American boy coming in yes Ian Harks mm. son of um, United States football legend soccer legend sorry uh, John Harks mm. unveiled this week after a lot of speculation you know we, we heard a few things is he going to be signing other teams want him apparently uh, he rejected, you don't know if you believe it all, but St Mirren and Dundee for us. But in his interview, there was no other choice other than United because he has his lineage. His grandfather. His grandfather. Yes. Is a United man. Born born within mm-hmm. a, a nine iron of Tanadice. Yeah, born in Dundee, his, his grandmother was Paisley, so Scottish grandparents. He has Scottish roots. He knows if, if he's good enough, he might even be in the Scotland squad at some point. Um, if he's good enough, get him in the American team. We'll sell him for big bucks. Aye, why not? Uh, he knows the history of the club, mm-hmm. which is important, I think, to to sign and sync. We've had a lot of players that have just come for the money. But his interviews, um, his interview as well said that there was no other choice other than Dundee United, which is a good a good sign. Absolutely, we need players that want to play for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've seen in the last. You could probably say four seasons. Players just want money at Tanadice, yeah. just here for a quick buck before mm-hmm. they finish. And I keep using the word buck. It's maybe to help our friend Mark Ogren out. But uh, they're want a quick. <laughs> they're wanting money, and that's it. I'm make a dollar. Now we signed a uh, Cammy Smith. Good yeah, signing. Did. Hopefully, Very good signing. Um, he was at Tanadice for a short time. Yeah, a couple of seasons ago. But uh, the loan spell from yeah yeah aye, aye Aberdeen 
I thought he looked okay when he was first year. He scored he that hat trick against Partick in the cup. The cup, yeah, uh, he did look okay. But yeah. Tony Andre played where he That's wanted to right. play. Yeah, yeah. Aye. And then the day he scored nineteen goals yeah, last you, season. You couldn't put him out, yeah. So you know there was nothing there. But Cammy said in his interview, he felt mm. a Dungeon United player this time, which yeah. you would if you're signing for the club. Again, a two-year contract that shows the intent here. He had a lot of praise for um, Nielsen as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He had once United were in from, that was it. Mm. He had to go back to the club, which again, a. Uh, is what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just thinking that, like, Nicky Clark is like a new signing. Mm-hmm. He came back, obviously, off the bench yeah. this weekend, scored against Dunfermline. Especially with his um, recurring problems. Exactly. Um, hopefully he can keep his fitness up. Obviously he got the goal, didn't he? Yeah. Against Dunfermline, against mm-hmm. the old club. And, um, oh, he loved the celebration, didn't he? Man of the match performance, yeah. all 20 minutes of it. 20 minutes he played, man of the match, goal. You're raging. Uh, celebration. You're raging. <laughs> You're raging. Um, no, it was oh, great to see him. Eye. It was great to see him back. Um, now, obviously out the door, we were speaking about uh, Craig Curran. But actually, yes. before before that, um, I think we need a right-back. Yeah. Need a right-back. Uh, I would also say... Uh, probably... I would say there's a lot of positions needing filled. Yeah. But uh, Robbie Nielsen wants a striker. He does. Which is, a, again, cover for positions, mm. which is good, again, injuries and whatnot. Mm. We've heard loads of rumours. We yeah. don't know who. But with Nicky Clark and Pav Sav, mm. we're looking okay there now. Yeah. But a right-back is the absolute minimum that mm. needed because... I don't think Murdoch was good enough again. But at the end of the day, a right-back is what's but there, There's not been much needed. talk about that position being filled yet. So obviously Murdoch must be doing something, right? Ex- he, he's got a good attitude. Mm. Just, again, in a dream world, we get Ralston back on yeah. the from Celtic, you know, dream world. He was excellent for us, of course. Just a quick mention there. I don't know if anybody heard, but that was the door. Our friend Daniel had just left. He didn't want to be in the podcast for some reason. No, he didn't. But now we're away to shame him. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, hopefully we can get some other voices on at some point. Now, but, as Tony was mm. just away to go on to then I've stole his limelight. We are expanding in the future. We're, uh, we've started our YouTube page. Well, we've created it. We're in the process of... Uh, in the next few weeks, hopefully going to put up some videos, start videos. Um, If you would like to get in touch with us, then please, by all means, if you would like to make a video, if you would like to make a video for us, please, you know, come ahead. There's a lot of United fans that have have made some nice edits and so on. That's what we'd Mm. like, you know, put on our channel. Um, Things that maybe you don't necessarily see on Arab Zone. Yeah. Well, we want to expand. I mean, compared to Arab Zone, we are, we are small time. But... Um, We'd just like to give fans, I think... Yeah, we're, we're, we're different. That's the thing. Things that and, they don't see in Arab Zone that we'd like to see, like um, maybe somebody, you know, 
edit Nicky Clark's video, uh, all his goals this season, or mm. Franco or whatnot, yeah. um, things like that. that. That's what we would like to do for you in the future. We also are going to be looking at going live. Instagram, yeah, yeah. Facebook, yeah, yeah. Like maybe that. like, uh, for example, filming on YouTube, just filming away, and as we're live, tweet your questions in, and we're just going to answer them there. Yeah, and then it'd, for it'd, you. Make, it'd make things a lot smoother. Yeah, because obviously we get emails, we get um, we get a lot of tweets and that, but we're reading we, them hours later. Yeah, you know, yeah. or if we we ask for them an hour before we start, and we're missing some people out. Yeah, so we'd like to do something like that. Um, Instagram live, YouTube, like Facebook live, yeah, all those like things. Like we said, we spoke about doing a phone in, and that mm. would be the closest thing uh, to a phone in. And uh, if you want to just tweet in and give us abuse, and that's fine as well. <laughs> there it is. But anyway, back to the world famous um, it's Scottish Cup weekend. It is Scottish Cup weekend, one of the best weekends or the set weekends. Of the season, especially for United, yeah. already sold one thousand about thousand six hundred tickets for yeah. Montrose. Sixteen hundred, that's what you yep. said yeah, earlier. Yeah, excellent yeah. backing. We're always following big numbers mm. in the Scottish Cup. Yeah. Now there's only about six, five, six hundred tickets left. Is and it only ticket gates? As such, Montrose have said they're only doing tickets up until right. the day of the game, and on the day of the game, you may not get a ticket. Right. They may not sell them on the day. I'm sure they will open a gate, but we'd like to sure, think so. To be sure, get your tickets for Friday night. Um, but anyway, since it's um, Scottish Cup week, do you want to reminisce a wee bit? Well, <laughs> we're going to need to be near some. Uh, Have you got any tissues? Yeah, tell our <laughs> tissue because the memories are incredible. Yeah, we we were speaking earlier about it, and we said. Our favourite ones. Now there is a lot of favourites. There's there's a few, but I'll start us off with. Um, you guys listening will have probably been there. The fourth, although it was a loss, it was a great day. Um, for me personally, and for for the boys, the four three, semi final against Celtic. Remember that, Dom? It was a great day. It was a great day. Uh, we we must have got the train about. <sighs> it was seven in the morning. Oh yeah, firing through with the. We were uh, out. We had their tangerine t- boiler suits on. Tin, and tins were open about seven in the morning <laughs> on the train. Um, we even got moved into first class. Got, yeah, I think the train conductor thought we were casuals. Thought we were going to cause trouble, yeah. so they wanted to keep us away from uh, the other passengers. Yeah, Scotrail knew best. Aye. Um, great day. You know, we had our orange boiler suits on tangerine. Sorry, boiler suits on. <laughs> And uh, we had a French tourist group taking pictures of us, pictures of us, of didn't us, we? Yeah. yeah. Um, they were desperate to take pictures of us. They were absolutely Aye. loving it. And it's when we got to Glasgow, we went into, I can't remember what shop it was, but we went into a shop and just grabbed a few things. We grabbed Vuvuzelas and... Footballs um, and blow, plastic. Blow uh, footballs and sunglasses and that. Yeah, we, we grabbed the football and we were just uh, kicking a football about the streets of Glasgow and stuff. Yeah, and people were just loving it. Um, yeah. I was, it was good. And what a game. It was a great game. Excellent game. You know, game. three times we fought. Mm-hmm. Well, two one up, but we fought back basically, you know, nearly three times. Mm-hmm. Um, one Yama handled the ball over the line. Or was it Chris Commons? 
Chris Commons handled yeah, the ball over the line, and Wanyama right. took down. Was it? Could have been John Daly mm-hmm. for a penalty. Yeah. Again, cheated. Mm-hmm. Always cheated, never defeated. Unless you're playing them. Well, they're <laughs> a, that's like um, them in Europe. Yeah. But, uh, I remember like every goal we celebrated. We were quite high up at Hamden. Um, yeah. we were towards the back rows of mm-hmm. the, the stands, and yeah. we bolted down those stairs. That's <laughs> right. There's, <laughs> there's nothing like celebrating with randoms <laughs> on the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, phenomenal. Uh, the one, probably the one, like the first time in. Now I'd been supporting United at that time for about a good 15 years nearly mm-hmm. 14 years and it's the first time I've probably said I was proud of United getting beat they were phenomenal they were great that day um, again any other team in Scotland and we would have won them about 4 or 5 oh goals. yeah ripped them apart Ryan Gold just he stood up and was counted John Suter uh, mm-hmm. phenomenal no a great day great day all round just a shame we couldn't get the it's about the only time I've ever said I'm happy with the defeat because you know just a great day out and great yeah. performance um, phenomenal now the one that uh, comes to my head is the 5 nil against Inverness <laughs> uh, again eight, oh. 8 in the morning bus up from Fife to Inverness Oft. supporters bus stops at yeah. oh, you're, you're everybody's half cut by about mm-hmm. Pit Lockery Aye. and it's great oh, that, that game was mental now remember I had it the bookies yeah <laughs> Was it four nil? Yeah, four nil and Shifty first scorer. Yeah, and we scored to go five nil up, and I still celebrated, but I was kind of upset at Armstrong for scoring the header because yeah. I wanted that money. <laughs> Three hundred seventy-five to one. We went in the bookies the night before, and I was like, mm. "We're going to smash them." Yeah, I remember um, when when we got there, we set up the the Cirrus Arabs flag. We were right at the front. We were behind the railing, and right. I was at the end. Mm-hmm. And the first goal celebrated, I got pushed right out, mm-hmm. and I smashed my leg off the railing, and I was pissing my blood for the for a good like for the rest of the half. Google YouTube. But, but hey. I, I was not bothered. <laughs> Should I say YouTube? DUFC Conga. Oh, you can s- you can spot us in the Conga. Uh, it was incredible. That was a great day. Great day, and it obviously set us up for Nuko in the semi. Again, another another great another great day. Cup final day. We yeah, could cup, tell cup you. Day, cup day, I should we say. could tell you a million stories. But we'll keep the story short because yeah. uh, because you, you guys have come in with a few as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, another one that came to our heads was the Motherwell two one. Was this the late header by Super Keith? Yes, yeah, I. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I remember this. That's right, we, we all went down, didn't we? Mm. Again, the support at Inverness, like 1,400, yeah. Sunday morning on telly, 2,000 down at Fir Park. Was Harry Suter not in the United end? The United end, was, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure he let mm. off the floor. <laughs> I, I just remember, we were in the middle of the stand, pretty much, but we stood the whole time, and when the first goal went in, me and your brother Connor... We got piled on by the stewards. That's right, aye. <laughs> Don't come on the pitch. Making Don't sure come we weren't going to the pitch, aye. aye. Brilliant. I'm on that pitch. No, one had me in a headlock, and I was like, oh, comes I'm not going on the pitch, I'm just about to celebrate. And uh, Keith Watson scored the late header, yeah. and the place went absolutely bananas. Mm. 
Uh, I've not seen much of a mosh pit like that in the last about um, 15, 20 years at United Games. See, now I'm just mucking about about on YouTube as we speak. Are you going to find the game? (laughs) I've just quickly Googled it. There it is. Now you can see your brother Connor. Yeah. Um, Ignore this advert for Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. (laughs) But you can see Connor in the Uh, celebrations. Yeah. If you guys, um, you guys should do it because it brings back some... Oh, the kit's beautiful as well. It's dark black, isn't it? Yeah. Black with the the white collar. Of course it's going to be dark. Never ever seen a better right back in my whole life. Oh yeah. He's got Pardon. dodgy knees, but I didn't. Uh, I was waiting to swear then. <laughs> if you look in your left corner. There's a boy in a yellow hoodie, a zippy, I should say, with long hair, and there's your boy, Tony. How long ago was this again? 2014, I think it was November 14. What was I thinking about with that hair? I think you look good. (laughs) Everybody looks good there. Um, That's true. Phenomenal day. Um, Absolutely. I can't remember who we got in the next, I'm trying to think who we got in the next round. 2014-15... That wasn't the. Was that the when we went to the final, or was that the year later? Went to the League Cup final. Was it? We got beat That's by Celtic. Right, in yeah. That. Yeah. We got beat by Celtic. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Are Don't, you? Are we going to mention any more, or are we going to look to some messages? Well, we're speaking about the. Uh, 3-1 against Rangers at uh, Neutral Ibrox. Neutral Ibrox, yeah. yeah okay. That often oh, comes yeah. up as, again, a great day. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, we never lost that. Mm-hmm. We put them in their place. <laughs> it's phenomenal when Sifji uh, <coughs> takes around the goalie and celebrates for putting in. It was, it was great. It was, it was amazing. Um, we have uh, a tweet in here. Uh, talking about the favourite Scottish Cup games Roddy Cons says the whole of the 94 Cup run he was 9 years old especially remembers Brian Welsh's header in the semi-final against Aberdeen just that Tony and I know you're not too familiar with that but uh, Brian Welsh uh, yeah well I was one Brian Welsh rescued us and it didn't go to extra time it went to replay on the Wednesday night Right. Wednesday night I would think and uh, saved us and we won the replay went to the final against Rangers and as Brian Welsh told me he tells everybody the rest is history won the cup against Old Co that's <laughs> the Rangers 1872 2012 yeah. for those who are not familiar yeah. uh, now I was at the cup final in 2010 Tony I here was, was just just getting involved with United so he didn't want a glory hunt <laughs> um, Ali Stewart says most memorable Scottish Cup games was during the 2010 run 
Again, I didn't touch on this because there was plenty of mentions of the mm-hmm. 2010. Um, we all know about the final, but even the semi against Wraith was someday out. David Goodwill, he scored with that. He faked the goalie, tapped in, and it was getting dodgy 70th minute, and Andy Webster scored a bullet in header that put us 2-0 up safely at the final. Um, David Robertson scored against Old Company yeah, in the quarter-final. Now, that's probably... The craziest I've ever went at a football game. Ah, you, you Rose. Now I was in I was in fifth year at the time, mm-hmm. and I was off ill for about two weeks. I really wasn't well, but I thought, "Fuck this! I'm going to the game tonight," and uh, I really wasn't well. Mm-hmm. And but the whole night I'm singing and screaming, uh, not nice things I have to say at old <laughs> company and Alan McGregor, but mm-hmm. in particular, and it was scored, and I thought it died, and it was phenomenal. Down about four rows of stairs, mm. you can. I'm sure I remember you can remember. stick your fucking treble up your arse. Now, we can't edit these things, so please bleep that out if you can. <laughs> that's the first, first time for everyone. No, that was a. Uh, that was probably one of my favourite ever done United games. One of my favourite ever. Obviously, um, I didn't grow up with United, and I didn't really grow up watching any Scottish football. But when United came to me in 2009, I did watch most of that cup run. And I remember watching that game. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty mental. It was. It was phenomenal. Now, I'm sure Goody scored earlier on in the match and it was judged to be offside and it wasn't offside. Now, when you play the old firm, that's the norm. Yeah. And they get a, a dodgy decision to beat you. But we somehow kept fighting. And now... I remember walking to the ground with my um, old co-mates and uh, they were not... They were up for it, but they were nervous. Now, I'm pretty sure that he rested Kenny Miller and Chris Boyd. He started with Andy Little and like John Fleck up front and I just thought, you know what, we can maybe do this. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we did. Um, phenom- phenomenal. Um, the whole 2010 cup run was great we, we beat St Johnson at McDermott and Goody scored so the one you swore about earlier the hand of God yeah. Damien Castellanova punched it over the line and mm-hmm. Goody scored a phenomenal like messy run I have yeah. to say it was like messy uh, yeah. run right up in the byline and rattled at home do you know what I mean Messi's runs are like David Goodwillie well I did see a poll today on Twitter asking what would you rename the or keep the Eddie Thompson stand as? Rename it, or keep it the Eddie Thompson stand, or name it the David Goodwillie stand. <laughs> and the David Goodwillie stand got my vote. Oh, I know. Eh? Um, taken back a hard beer. I definitely would. Yeah, I'm, I, now again, get in touch with us if you would take him back a hard beer or not. Not that it's a real topic, but oh, yeah. get, oh, yeah. get it's a. It's a topic for discussion anyway. Um, Eddie Ritchie, always getting in touch. Uh, he's happy with the signings, they seem good. Hopefully lift the rest of the squad. Uh, Jimmy Gomez is a professional whose work ethic will hopefully rub off. Well, definitely. Yeah, no doubt. Now, um, he's happy with the new owners. They seem to talk a good talk, putting the framework together for a mm-hmm. positive future. Mm-hmm. Diamond will tell. Looking, f- he's looking forward to listening. So thanks for that, Eddie. Um, now, we've gotten on to the new owners, but 
It's also been busy on the author pitch for United in the boardroom yeah. and so on. Now, uh, Some new faces. Robbie Nielsen wanted a assistant coach, mm-hmm. Stevie Crawford, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't to be. He wanted to stay at Dunfermline. I think he wanted to stay to get the Dunfermline job, which is obviously at the moment happening. But yeah. he's got an assistant manager now, Gordon Forrest. Yeah. Gordon Forrest played in Scotland, played his football over here. He's been doing a lot of coaching in the last few years in America. Mm. He comes very highly rated. Now, I don't think Robbie picked this. A assistant. But he's come over from America. Could be an American. Yeah, Ogren could have something to do with it. Making them making America great again, making Dungeon United great again. Yeah. But he does come over very highly rated, which is good. Now we were talking about earlier about players going in and out. Mm-hmm. Scott Allardyce is on trial tonight yeah. in Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. For a football team, not in court. For Waterford United now, someone also said Tam Scobie also was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if again if I know that I've seen the Scott Allardyce one, but I don't know if Tam Scobie also is. But it'd be good to get them off the books, isn't it? Exactly. Good to get them off the books. Same with the Edge. He's training at Gussie away from the first team, so could do with getting him off the books. We were talking about this earlier as well. Wasn't there a few others along with him? There was now. I'm sure sure it was the two we just met. The three we just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, there was a goalkeeper as well. Apparently, I don't know if it's all true. It's what you're reading here, seeing yeah. so on. But uh, I'm guessing the goalkeeper would probably been Mehmet. Mm-hmm. His contract's up soon, anyway. Yeah, kind of frozen out as well. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, Nielsen looks like he, he trusts prefers Seagrass. Trusts Seagrass anyway, definitely. Um, now I'm guessing the other ones will be obviously Luemba. Yeah. He's still going. He's still holding out for. He's still going to Rangers or Celtic again. Mm. I don't know whether it's going to be the Boston Celtics at another sport because it's not going to be oh, football. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Berwick Rangers or something. If he's that good, <laughs> uh, I would probably say oh, Adam Barton's another one now. I think it was in the paper the other day. He's going to England, so he's going to be right. uh, there as well. Now. Uh, we're saying that, but uh, we forgot, well, we're in the process of mentioning managing director and sporting director. Right. Now, Tony Ashgar is the sporting director. Again, there were rumours of him for a wee while coming in. And Mal Brannigan, I'm pretty sure mm. Malachi is his name, but Mal Brannigan is the club's new managing director. No go I Dom. I'm not I'm not sure what the sporting directors and managers directors actually do. Well, Mal Brannigan had a interview on Arabzone right. that I caught I've not watched it all yet uh, this week. I'll probably watch it at the weekend. But he was talking about he basically nothing to do with football. Right. He's a businessman behind... Exactly, he's, he's running the... He's running the business. Exactly, he's managing it. Right. Again, which is a good thing. It's like if you have an accountant accountant running your business, mm. they know everything about 
business controlling money. Yeah. But they don't know anything about football, which is again another good thing. You just want your your club controlled just run properly. Properly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Um now we've never had an infrastructure really like this before. Now obviously Tony Ashgar is the sporting director and he has a lot of experience working with um like now the the ones that did say it was club performance aspects right. like a sport consultant and he has worked in a lot of clubs, Europe, um and so on, and I'm sure he'll be working right with Robbie, mm-hmm. the staff, and just talking about, you know, sorting the football side of things out. When you say infrastructure being sorted out, that is another thing that Ogren came in to do, wasn't it? It was. To um, completely revamp the whole behind-the-scenes at Dundee Iron. Revamp the whole behind-the-scenes are not even there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing there. Yeah. You know, it's, that, it's ridiculous, but uh, it's hopefully been set up. Now... I'm just going to actually just check this out. Yeah. He was the chief executive at Dundalk. I knew he was the chief executive at Mal Brannigan at an Irish club, and it was Dundalk. So, bringing a lot of experience with him. Yeah. And with him, or with the, I should say, the club has not been controlled properly, affairs-wise. We really need that sorted. In the last year, Mike Martin's done okay, I have to say. But um need that balance and stability exactly. behind the actual football. Exactly. We always said we needed somebody like Peter Lowell, uh, Celtic, um mm-hmm. somebody controlling it. Um you know, so hopefully that's yeah, somebody like Craig White at Rangers and yeah. Craig White who <laughs> knows who knows uh, Prince Albert of Monaco. <laughs> now hopefully this really sorts us out. I I'm impressed with this. Now this was also going to happen because the new owner is not always going to be in the country. Yeah. So, you know, he needs somebody he can trust and it sounds like he trusts these people, like mm-hmm. really trusts them. So, um, it sets us up well. Yeah. It does sound positive. The new owner had his interview like this week and he was saying, obviously, there's going to be no merger under my watch in that. Now, I didn't expect there to be, yeah. you know, we know it's just paper talk. Yeah, it's, it's always going to be a topic of conversation. Exactly, with mm. the papers. Especially with both um, Dundee clubs owned by Amer- American businessmen. Exactly. Now, he did... Yeah, just because they're both Americans, they might not know each other, they might not even speak to each other. He did put it, He did make it clear that he doesn't know that group. Exactly, why does it matter? So he's obviously talking about he doesn't know that group, he doesn't know the club across the road, not yeah. the people who own them, he doesn't never heard Dundee FC. Exactly, yeah. I don't, there might be a merger one day, way down the line in future years to come, but again, nobody was Hopefully talking about it. I'll be dead of, by then. If it does happen, I will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound a... Uh, Really positive, mm. you know. In the way, everything, everything to, sounds good. Yeah. You know, he yeah. wants to make money, which again, what a business. But um, was it said in the interview that he he looks to make money next year, probably from being hopefully back in the Premiership, back in the top but league. This, this year is focused on just getting up there. Well, that's his first. Aim. It, 
if we're going to get up, we need. I think we need money. Well, well obviously we need money. You, need, you know. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. It's old saying then. It's old saying then that hey, spend money, make money. Exactly. Yeah. You got to speculate to accumulate. Yeah. Um, Lewis Brun. He said he's really impressed with Nesbit so far, and he's sure that Gomez and Harkins will play their hearts out for the team. We need that. Yeah. Ogren saying all the right things. Definitely got the fans on his side, with especially denying the mergers and the ground sharing. Yeah. And also, like uh, Lewis is right here, he donated five grand to the Jim McLean statue fund, uh, which right is a good a good way to start. Yeah. A good way to start. Uh, Lewis, quite a young Arab, so I don't have too many memories, but after the 2010 Cup win, it has to be David Robertson's goal against Rangers at Tandice. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, we've got uh, Joe Nielsen here. He has uh, highlighted the Hamilton 3-1 Scottish Cup game in 2011, I think it was. Um, I remember Paul Dixon scoring that. So that actually sounds familiar. Were we there? It was on Sky Sports. I'm just yeah. looking at that just now. Now, I'm pretty sure... I'm, I know Paul Dixon did score. Cup holders, Dungeon United, he's past Hamilton to reach the last eight. Yeah. Goals from John Daly, Paul Dixon and Prince Boabin secured a comfortable win. Now, I remember, we had a massive support behind the goal. That was on Sky Sports. I never went. That was just before we started going... Like, to away games like, like religiously yeah <laughs> one of the best Scottish Cup games I ever went to excluding the final in the semi in 2010 which were amazing early kick off on a Saturday and with twice as many fans as Hamilton yeah I remember that um, now we'd went to Hamilton in 2009 in the Scottish Cup and we got beat 2-1 and it was again massive support and it was horrific and we didn't bother going and we won this time now, I'm sure that set us up with Motherwell, Hamilton's neighbours, who ended our cup run as holders. Mm. Um, but it was nice for him to highlight a random game. That's what yeah. we were looking for, just, you know, different, random games. Different from the ones that everybody's thinking of. Exactly, exactly. He also loved East Stirling away in 2009, Johnny Russell's first goal. That's right, it was. Um, we were down there. Um, now I'm just trying to think Johnny Russell scored the penalty I'm sure John Daly scored as well and we got Hamilton that game the next round right. with a really big support behind the goal I'd never been to now it was at Stennis Muir's ground the ground sharing um, they went down there uh, PS keep up the good work I love the podcast thanks a lot Joe we really really appreciate that um, nice to have some nice words yeah um, Janisseri said um, great to see five United players in the Scotland under 16 squad to play Australia next week we've got five young lads I've seen that actually today we never mentioned that but five boys in the under 16 really? squad yeah that's good. didn't recognise any of the names but um, it's more like it getting those young youth players back yeah. um, performing well for us and hopefully the club take control of the tweak the youth system because I think a lot of fans have got the feeling that we're losing the young talent to yeah. other teams you know um, we don't see we don't be a uh, try to say is we're not as attractive as we used to be no um, 
The Boy McNichol. Uh, new signings on paper are decent. Smith's good. Hark's unknown quantity. And hopefully Jimmy still has something. The new chairman said all the right things as expected in his favourite Scottish Cup. Winner in 1994 and seen his dad greeting. Now, I was just only just one years old and I got babysitted at home. My mum and dad, my big brother, he went to the cup final. Shame I wasn't born just a few years before. <laughs> Bit selfish for them, but... I can only imagine what it was like beating Rangers in the Scottish Cup final 1-0 on their patch. Oh, now, uh, my dad actually put a story in for really? this week. Yes. Uh, they won the Scottish Cup final in 1994. They got in towards the main stand, so I'm guessing they were in like where the BT was. Yeah. And uh, those Rangers fans in with them. Uh-huh. My dad's going mental. Why are they... Why are they... And then now we're ending that, you know, as you know, my dad would go yeah, yeah, of apeshit. Uh, the policeman comes over, what's the problem? And he's screaming at the an hour end. And the policeman looked at his ticket and he goes, you're in the wrong end. There was obviously a little, a little miscommunication of yeah. tickets here, so and they were in the wrong end. Um, so they're in their seats, whatnot. My mum and her best mate, who went, came down with my dad and his best mate, mm. my brother, they missed the goal. They were smoking at the time. You're allowed to smoke in ground still. Obviously, they run out and think it's Rangers that scored and United had scored. Um, So, brilliant. Then uh, they get back to the car at full time. Absolutely, I can't imagine again what it was like. Absolutely bouncing, turned the radio on. And I'm pretty sure it was... I can't remember who it was on at the time. But they were talking about Rangers double win. The League Cup and the League. Really? Yeah. Rangers... I think you've told me the story. Yeah. yeah, they were talking about how Rangers done the double that season, Aye. and uh, they were going home in the car, and to their amusement, or I don't know what it says, but there were Celtic fans jumping up on top of the bus shelters with their Celtic tops on, shouting, "We've done them! We've done it! We've done them!" Now I think like it's kind of hard when he said, you know, shows the hatred. Yeah. Celtic fans were at party and we've done them. So what they shouted, we've done the bastards. That's, you know, if Dundee lost the Scottish Cup final, I would find it funny. Not that they'll ever get to the Scottish Cup final, yeah, but I wouldn't be about singing point. out in the streets unless it was it beat them. But he yeah. said they were, they were everywhere, jumping on bus shelters, banging cars, you know, fists in the air. That's a weird one. They weren't involved in the game. Obviously because it's them, eh? The hate. Ranger that just showed the hatred. Yeah. Uh, but he always reminds me of that and he, he reminded me again. Um today before I put the tweet out, you know. Yeah. You know, the stories yeah, your dad's been have some mental stories like a lot of stories that to be fair, it's midnight now, actually. We don't record this late, but we are now. Yeah. So there would be it's not PG time, so we probably could tell them all. Um, um probably better not, just in case. Yeah, in case he's want to apply for a new job or that and hear about his hooliganism. <laughs> um, Brian Leslie says the new owner comes across very well can't wait to see the new signings in action uh, pumping save quote Ibrox in 2014 was brilliant other than winning the cup yeah, in 2010 20, again 2010 phenomenal season uh, we've actually got a lot of people in touch tonight we've got through about 10 years but there was a, a lot of replies tonight we'd, we'd get a lot of volume but we didn't expect that many tonight so yeah. thank you for getting in touch we really do appreciate it um, 
Is there time for a few more? We'll see if we can squeeze in one more what we've got. Um, also, by the way, just before we go on, uh, we've had a lot of follows this week. Right. Um, and SoundCloud followers. So, uh, thank you very much for that. We've got... Appreciate all the support. We've got a story in here. It's actually from, it's actually from Connor. It's actually from my brother, I should say. Um, when was this? It was not that long ago. It was an hour ago before he left. Really? He knew we were recording. Right. Knew we were recording. A young 10-year-old I was, 2-1 against Hibs in the semi-final in 2005. Now, I was 12. Yeah, if he's yeah. 10, I'm 12. Uh, we beat uh, Hibs 2-1. Hibs had 20,000 fans at the semi and we had 5,000 and outsung them the whole game. We are 1-0 down. Derek Rardin scored a penalty. And he sh- you know what? Connor could have just said that on the show. He could have, eh? But 1-0 uh, down. Derek Rardin, I think it was penalty. Um, then Jim McIntyre was booked in the game and was out the final. Yeah. Barry Robson's on the byline nearly and just whips this... Cross come shot, although let's just cut out the cross, it was definitely a shot. Jim McIntyre stands, slams it in from about four yards, and then Jason Scotland scores a goal from about 20 odd yards. Absolute beauty into the corner, beat probably Nick Hogan at the time for Hibs, send the, the 5,000 United fans crazy. And I'm trying to think who was in charge at the time. Ref-wise, I can't remember if it was Hugh Dallas or not, or Kenny Clark, but in the last minute, way over stoppage time, he picked up the ball, blew for full time, and it's the first final I ever reached for United. Um, me and my, my wee yeah. brother, first final I've ever reached, it was a phenomenal feeling. Uh, we're in Europe as well, you know. Yeah. Um, it's unbelievable from you've seen United play in Europe you know what it's like now um, oh we're so excited for the draw coming up the final um, the final was I think Celtic beat Hearts in the semi yeah Celtic beat Hearts in the semi so we're never going to win the final or to be fair we ran them close but um, I'm sure again it's bringing up memories for other people but the semi-final against Hibs was great so was the final to be fair it was a great build up that's what my my dad always said to me in the finals, he was like, enjoy the build-up. Take it all in. Because, you know, you don't know if you'll get another one. Now, the build-up to finals are great. Now, the St. Johnson one was great. Just the 90 minutes was a little bit, you know, not the best. But um, hopefully we'll see United in the final again. Now, Mark Ogren's made it clear we're going back to finals Europe top six that's what he wants so fingers crossed that uh, we do now guys it's ten past twelve so we'll probably get this pod you'll probably be listening to this Thursday evening yeah. afternoon time um, so good, it has yeah, it has we had a lot more Scottish Cup games to I put in know. but We'd be talking for hours. Yeah. We'd be talking for hours. <laughs> um, absolutely. Well, you'd be because you've got a lot more than me. Again, I'm going to. And plus, everyone. Four I've, seconds. Everyone I've been to, um, you've been as well. In five seconds, I want you to cover your ears. Um, 
the stories I've got were probably defeats because we were shite back then. But there's a lot. No, I'm talking about <laughs> early two thousands. You've sworn quite a few times on this now, so it doesn't matter. No, I know. I do. I do. I think I'm feeling a bit more. Uh, you're a bit riled up. Boisterous. I think because we're going to win the league. You're a bit riled up talking about all these. But please the, don't. the good old days and that. Instead of using the instead of crying, <laughs> then I'm getting a bit up for it now. <laughs> um, no, there's oh. a lot of good stories. Yeah. A lot of good stories. But I have to put a disclaimer out there. I really apologise for the pollen language mm-hmm. that I've used tonight. And if if I offend you, then I can only heartfelt apologise. See the look on his face at the moment. He's not bothered. Please keep listening. <laughs> um, but uh, now we've, we've created our YouTube page. We're, we're in the process of, you know, sorting out videos and that for it. Please get in touch. What would you like to see go on the YouTube page? Live shows, live uh, Instagram. Well, we've had Facebook. ideas. We've even mentioned them in really early shows, like what we've planned to do with yeah. the YouTube channel and stuff. Yeah. But it's just eventually getting it done. Exactly. We're, we're, we're going to be working on that now in the next while... Uh, so please get in touch if you want to be involved. You know yeah, we're always looking for yeah. help. We're at the time now where we're we've got our audience, we've got you guys, so um, we can get that started. Uh, if you would like to see us do anything else, or with other ideas, mm-hmm. let us know. We're always open to ideas. But um, if it takes away the limelight from me and Tony, then it'll not happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks a lot, guys, for for listening tonight. Oh, right been good it has it's been a good one it's been a long one and hopefully 50 minutes into it you're still listening Aye. and hopefully we can do Montrose on Saturday the, the draw's on Sunday so hopefully we're still in it yeah um, and then away air massive definitely could be a six pointer mm-hmm. absolutely a, a draw would be a draw would be okay but uh, thanks a lot guys and we'll speak to you soon bye for me Tony And bye from you, Dom. Shedro. Shedro.